There's nothing we should be holding back from the Lord. We should be giving him all of us, all of us. I give you all of me, Lord, all of me. pray that you're withholding nothing back from the Lord this morning. And I believe that you, your intentions are good. You know, I, I, my heart is just indicting a good matter, thinking about the greatness of God. And I pray and hope that you are too. Whatever you're dealing with this morning, whatever situation has come up in your life, I'm here to tell you that God is able to work it out. And you know, uh, so many things that we we bring up on ourselves, and there are things that we did not bring on ourselves. You know, uh, bad things do happen to good people. Let me just say that again: bad things do happen to good people. And so, we're very mindful of that, very empathetic to that, knowing, you know, that that something can occur in our lives at any moment that we're just not prepared to deal with. But whatever it is, whatever you're dealing with, your faith, your hope, look towards the hills from which come at your help and know that your help comes from the Lord. The Bible tells us over in 2 Peter, the third chapter, it said this epistle, the second epistle, beloved, I write unto you in both which to stir up have the intention of stirring up your pure mind with remembrance that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandments of us the apostles of the lord and savior knowing this first that there shall come in the last day scoffers walking after their own lust now um, I, I have a question this morning and that is are you ready? Are you ready to receive the neural link? Are you ready to receive the neural link? 
Revelations 13, 16 through 17, it says, and he calls all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bound to receive a mark in their hand and in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell say he that had the mark or the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Are you ready to receive your Neuralink? Now, why would you subject yourself to a microscopic brain surgery instead of presenting your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord? Let me say that again. Why would you submit yourselves to a microscopic brain surgery in the not so far distance of our future? instead of presenting your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. You know, this thing is going to be mandatory. Remember, uh, Revelation said that he caused. That's mandatory. He caused. And whatever means uh, uh, that are taken to make that happen, uh, you don't want to be here to see it. Uh, I'm not interested in uh, knowing how that's going to occur. Now, my interest is being saved, is to be ready. And so uh, you're listening to, uh, let me say this, you're listening to Sunday Morning Live from Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, this 30th day of August 2020. We are, you are, inside the pages with Pastor Carl Henderson. Uh, Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study, 7 p.m., and Thursday, Acts of the Holy Ghost at 9 p.m. is teaching the word of God. Now, we're in the book of Ezekiel on, on Tuesdays, and we're in the book of Acts on Thursdays. You know, just uh, plowing through the word of God, but not plowing fast, taking our time to understand what God is saying, because that is his will. You know, he said, in all you're getting, get an understanding. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I'm faithful, bold, the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. So in obedience to the word of God, that is the best way that you are ever going to face opposition. If you missed any of the messages, please visit connectingtruth.org and click God on Demand. Now, I want you to... And I'm going to be emphasizing this consistently because it needs to be emphasized more and more, more and more. I can't say that enough of how much uh, this message should be emphasized. And so, um, you know, that we must be ready. You, you've got to be ready. Listen, uh, saints, friends, you've you got to tell somebody to be ready. You have to share with others and let them know that that you can't monkey around with this. Uh, you know, uh, so many people are playing, and and I'm talking about folks that's been that have known the way. Uh, they know the truth. They know the way, um, and yet they're still playing with this. Uh, I, I want you to to uh, to be mindful because uh, the word of God from Genesis to Revelation uh, points us into this area. And, and so I want you to, to really get this. I want you to really 
have a grasp on this and know this within your knowing. Now, uh, listen. It's coming back for his church. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 24, verse 22, Watch therefore, for you do not know the hour your Lord is coming. I want you to know, church, that Jesus Christ could come this month, or he might come next week, or he could even come... It's going to happen just like that. And the, the, if you're not ready, listen, if you're not ready, I hope you was able to hear that. Uh, but if not, visit the uh, ConnectingTruth.org and, and watch the video that's there because it depicts, it really gives an illustration of what is going to happen. And so if you're not ready, you won't know until it'll be after the fact. Why are you freaking out? Because people are going to be freaking out. Uh, and and I, I don't even know how to express what is going to actually the, 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 the emotional and mental breakdown that's, in, that's going to impact uh, those that are left that knew, those that once knew the way and decided that it didn't take all of that. Uh, they became like the five that did not have enough. And so uh, once that is after the fact, as you're freaking out and, and become, you know, the, it's going to be the, uh, our norm, the saints, the saints of God, our normal is the expectancy. The believer has an expectancy because the Bible plainly tells us in Matthews 24, 36, but of that day and hour knoweth no man, not the angels of heaven, but only the Father, the Spirit of the Lord knows when he's going to come so we're not talking about and putting a date or anything or a year or anything of that nature upon the message that god is going to come so many people have foolishly done that i'm not a fool you know the bible does not teach us to be fools especially when the word of god is very clear about what he is saying he says be ready he didn't say you know the day or the hour uh, you know, yeah, you can know the season, you can feel the atmosphere, you can see the changes and you can see the fulfillment of prophecy, but you better not stand around trying to put a date of when the Lord is going to come, the year he's going to come or anything, because the Bible plainly tell us that day and hour knoweth no man, not the angels of heaven, but my father, but you better be ready. There are signs pointing to this event that will take place so quickly as it is described through the word of God, that it will occur as a thief in the night. And so I want to stress to each and every one of you to stop whatever you're doing. Whatever you're doing, stop and give diligence. Be thorough. Be serious about your calling to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, the word of God says, if you do these things, you shall never fall. Uh-huh. So many say that, well, you know, I won't know. I wouldn't know what it means to be restored if I never lost my place. Now, I know that's the words of a song, but listen, uh, the truth is, is, is that you don't have to fall uh, to know about restoration. You don't have to experience being an addict in order to know about recovery. Listen, 
Uh, now, I, I'm not minimizing any of those things, but what I am saying is God's intention, the greatest testimony is that God saved me and I never went back. That's a great testimony. That's a powerful testimony. That is a wonderful testimony to say that God has kept me and to testify about the keeping power of God. It don't mean that I'm better than anybody. It don't mean you're better than anyone. It just means that you allow God to do what he wanted to do, and that was to keep you from falling. For so an interest shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, the Bible is the only authority. The Bible possesses the keys of, uh, to salvation. And in that, Moses talked to God about the name in his name in the book of life. He had knowledge about a record that the elders and the people of God uh, did not talk about. And so did Daniel, uh, Malachi, the psalmist spoke about it. And there are many more that spoke about the book of life. I'm speaking about the book of life. I'm speaking about your name being placed there. I'm talking to you about ensuring that your sins are blotted out so that you can be rapture ready. If your name is not found in the book of life, you're not ready. If your sins are not being blotted out, you're not ready. The Bible plainly tells us that some men's sins go before them. Other sins follow after them. So other men, their sins follow after them. You need to allow your sins and things that you're dealing with to be dealt with right now in this day, on this day. Matter of fact, this day, this is a great day to allow things that are out of order to be placed back in order. And so uh, some men's sins come up after them. And so you said you don't want to be standing in the presence of God and you don't want to be standing in the presence of anyone trying to claim your innocence. And there's all this guilt standing behind you. That's all the, the proof, the evidence of, of that is overshadowing what you're trying to say. And so you want things to be dealt with right now, not allow sin to be dealt with later on. And so there is a book of life, the book of life, the book of life and that we're that we are uh, looking for our names to be in. And if you don't know if your name is there today, listen, uh, uh, Pastor Moses and, uh, and Daniel and Malachi and the psalmist. Uh, all of these had insight along with others that their name was in the book of life. And so you should know, and I'm not talking about you uh, just having faith. Well, I believe I'm there. No, 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 no. no. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. Listen, uh, the word of God gives us insight and the minister, the minister, your pastor, because they are the under shepherd, which means that they set at the foot of the Lord and they are fed. God uh, spews out to them and gives them information on the sheep. He is the shepherd and he has information about uh, those that are following. And so the word of God tells us over in Ephesians, Ephesians, the fifth chapter, I'm going to read some verses from there. It says, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also have loved us and have given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savior. But fornication and uncleanliness 
or covetousness, let it not once be named among you as becoming saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking or jesting, which are not convenient, but rather give thanks. For this you know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idol, uh, I, ah, uh, idol, have any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. The 15th verse says, See ye then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding the will of the Lord is. You need to understand what his will is. We're not guessing at it. We're not listening to commentaries. Uh, we're not uh, basing our, our understanding of his will for us except by through his word. You have to get in the word of God in order to understand. Now, you can't understand the mind of God if you're not in his word. That, that's why we get inside the pages. We're not just skimming the surface. You, you know, the, uh, there's, when you look at an iceberg, you see the tip of it above the water. But when you go under the water, it's very wide. And so we need to understand those things. And so you have to get in the word and be diligent. And listening as well. Now, for some, uh, they feel they have a good relationship with God, and that's good. You, you should think healthy about yourself with the Lord, but make sure that your that healthy thinking lines up with His Word. And you know, don't ignore His Word. Don't don't uh, deviate from the Word. And certainly, don't say that you can do it all by yourself, because the Bible says, "How can you hear without a preacher?" And the preacher, how can you preach except you be sent of the Lord? And so uh, the 26th verse says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of uh, water by the word. The word of God is what cleanses us that he might present that he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Now, we're talking about being rapture ready. And in order to be rapture ready, uh, you have to remove the stain. So to remove the stain, you must apply it liberally. You must apply the word of God liberally to your life. Now, growing up, there was commercials about Mr. Clean, uh, OxyClean, Resolve. And, you know, we certainly don't want to forget about pine saw, bleach or ammonia. You know, you could walk in and tell when the house was clean. You could walk in and tell when the bathroom had been sanitized. You know, uh, today we have Tide uh, to go, you know, instant stain removers. You got a little stick you can carry with you to remove his name. You know, and then there's Shout and, uh, and Spray and Wash to, to help us get the stain out. There are a lot of things that can help us get the stain out of our clothes. Most of them only require a little bit of the solution to get the job done. Uh, but I, I want you to know today that there's something that works even better than all the, the, the soluble solutions that I mentioned a moment ago. Like you, I, I tried the natural remedies to get the clothes, my clothes clean. And, and I've done a pretty good job of that without without fading anything, you know. 
uh, like you. And, and, and so uh, keeping the colors colored and the whites, whites, uh, you know, but underneath uh, the clothes, underneath the things that I have on my skin. Now, I, I can take a, you, you can take a bath and whatever your favorite, you know, soap is, caress, whatever it is. Uh, you know, men like uh, their skin feeling a certain way, too. Uh, but listen, um, whatever your favorite soap is, whether it's uh, what you consider a manly man or a womanly, you know, woman uh, type substance, you know, to take a bath with, there's still something uh, beneath the skin that uh, needs to be cleansed. And so you see, Mr. Clean was a very, had a very pure uh, imagery. And Pine Saw got the job done very well and smelled very good, you know, if you like that. Uh, but it couldn't do everything. There was a seed that was planted in me one day. Uh, you know, there was a song. And some of you might have heard this song in passing, or maybe you heard your, your, your grandmother singing it. You know, I heard my godfather singing it. And he said, God specializes. He can do what no other power only Holy Ghost power can do. And so, you know, I, I was in the streets like uh, and a workaholic and a functioning, a functioning dependent. Some of y'all know what that is. And I, I thought and needed something that could change. You know, I felt that I could put down the things I was doing at any time when I felt like it. But I, I came to a realization one day that I was stuck. And time was running out. I realized that time, and you can feel time running out. You can feel the pressure. You can feel that something is going on around you and that you're headed in a certain direction and that is going to have a particular end to it. You know if that end is good and you know if that end is bad. And so I needed a specialist. I needed someone that specializes, someone that could remove the stain uh, out of my life. And so I, I went and I got baptized and I came up out of the water. The addiction was gone. That was many years ago. And I have not went back to that substance again. The stain of sin was gone. The shame of sin had been dissolved because of the, the, the detergent, the right agent that was applied in the water. Uh, now, let me tell you something. Some say you don't need to be baptized, but the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible said repent and be baptized. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk, touch a little bit more about that. But uh, the Bible, listen, we wash everything else. The unit that was on the on the road that came to in contact with Deacon Philip uh, was reading from the book of Isaiah. And as he read the scripture and he got a clarity, he said, wait a minute, there's some water over there. And he got out, his, got off this caravan and went down and got baptized uh, for the remission of sin. And there was something miraculous that occurred afterwards. But listen, the Bible tells us in Isaiah 1 and 18, uh, it says, come now. It, it, it applied. Come now. Come now and let us reason together, said the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet. They shall be white as snow, and though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Now, I'm just paraphrasing this, but bear with me in my folly. That was the commercial that got my attention. Uh, come now and let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, and they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, 
they shall be as wool. The commercial got my attention. That was a remedy. On the back side of the bottle, there was some instructions. Now, you know, we see commercials and the commercial tell us what the product will do. The commercial tell us what uh, what what we might want to hear. And you might be seeing the commercial and it's like, well, that, that's not going to work for me. I need something a little stronger. Well, listen, there's nothing more stronger than the power of God. There's nothing more stronger than his word. Uh, he said that his word is elevated even above his name. And so we know that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that he's Lord. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will not pass away. His word is going to be here throughout eternity, uh, throughout eternity, throughout eternity and eternity. Bless your Lord God. His word is powerful and it's powerful to save. Listen, on the back side of the bottle, uh, there were some instructions that said repent. You know, when we look at the, the bottom, we flip it over. It gives us instructions of what we must do, how the directions on how to use the substance. And so it said, repent. The first thing you have to do is repent. And it instructed me to be baptized in Jesus name. Why? For the remission of sin. And then it gave me another promise that you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Like you, I knew what it meant to be stained. Now, some of us are walking around with stains on our garments. Some of us are walking around tarnished at, on different levels, uh, emotionally wrecked, uh, been used. Uh, some of us have used, some of us have sold. Uh, and thank God that, that, you know, some of us did not wind up in uh, doing some time for some of the things that we had committed. God saved us, turned our life around. Uh, placed our feet on on uh, solid, the solid ground. God did us a solid. And, and so uh, uh, God made the difference. God made the difference. He made the difference like he did with Saul. God made the difference. God made such a difference with Saul. Uh, he made such a difference with, uh, with, with Peter that he changed the names. You know, God makes such a difference in our lives that He'll change our names. Matter of fact, when you when you prepare yourself, as you prepare yourself and the Lord come as a thief in the night, uh, the Lord come with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God and the dead in Christ rise first. And then we which are alive are caught up in the air. Bless you, Lord God, to meet the Lord where he is, that he said, I'm going to give you a stone. And in that stone is a new name and no one knows that name except the individual that received it. So the stone is going to. Oh, my God. Bless your name, Jesus. The stone is going to possess your new name. And even if I'm standing right next to you when you receive it, I will not have access to knowing the name in the stone. Only you and only you so there's a new name when the stain is removed there is a new name when baptism occurs and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is applied through water baptism we, we go down and we rise up walking in the newness of life you come up in the newness of life you become brand new the tag is like the tag is still on you listen and so 
uh, as Christ also have loved us. Behold, he gives his remedy. Behold, uh, beloved, be followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also have loved us and have given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savior. To keep the stain of sin away, you have to be, 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 you have to be, you have to maintain the state of being. You have to be a follower of God as dear children. Children listen to their parents. Children uh, are very forgiving. Children don't walk around holding grudges forever. Uh, children, children are loving. Children are honest. And, and, and listen, I'm not talking about your little, listen, you understand what I'm saying. That children have a different mindset. And it, we have to learn to deal with the children. We have to learn to deal with our, our, our child. You know, if you see a child that, that, uh, sometimes we look at a child and say, well, that child is so active, they just won't sit down. Well, maybe they're bored. They don't have enough activity. Their brain power is, 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 um, is octane, is 91 octane instead of, instead of 86, you know. Uh, and so they need a little more. They need more activity. They're bored. Give them more to do. You may find out that you have what you have, and uh, you know, because you weren't like that doesn't mean that they're being bad. You know, I, I can say that because I've seen that even in my son when he was growing up and he was very active and just getting in trouble. And I realized one day that he was not being challenged academically. And when that challenge, when the teacher was explained that to the teacher, the teacher charged him and all of that behavior subsided. Listen, your loved ones, your children, we have to be like the children. Walk in love. As our example did for us, Christ loved us. He loved us so much that he sacrificed himself. What sacrifice are you making for someone else? Let me tell you how great and significant the love is. Peter was dealing with the, some of the, the believers and he said, above all things, have fervent charity, love, have fervent charity in action among yourselves, treat each other right. For charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Charity, I love charity. I love, see, when you love someone, when you love, then you love time brings about change. You loving, you realize that you know what? I can't make it without that individual. I cannot make it without a, a good fellowship. I cannot make it. Uh, my passport is not going to be stamped and I'm not going to be cleared if I'm walking around with hostility in my heart. And so I need to love and I need to love unconditionally. I need to love, you know, someone uh, made a statement and said, well, you know what, I'm, uh, I'm, I won't feed them with a long handle spoon. Well, you better feed them with a, with a, with a short handle spoon because the Bible, when we talk about love, we're talking about the forgiveness, the same amount of forgiveness that God gave toward us. And if we can't forgive like Christ, you will, you're not rapture ready. Listen, to remove the stain of sin, you must apply these things liberally. What must I apply liberally? Uh, being as little children, 
What must I apply liberally? I must love unconditionally because love does what it covers a multitude of sin. There are things in our lives that love covers up. Love has covered it. You can no longer see it. Oh, bless your Lord God. Listen, uh, Paul said, listen, fornication, uh, get rid of it. He said uncleanliness, get rid of it. Covetousness, get rid of it. Don't let it be even named among you. Don't let it be found in your cabinet. Don't let it be found in your home. It's not something that we are to possess and hold on to as if it's some type of trophy. We need to get rid of that stuff. He said, Fil get rid of filthiness. Get rid of foolish talking. Joking around. These things aren't convenient, but give thanks. For this ye do. Know that no homemonger nor unclean person, nor covetous man. Listen, Job said, I'm married. I have my own Beyonce. I have my own Alicia Keys. I have my own whatever name fits there for you at home waiting for me. Why am I going to be looking at another woman? And so he said, I made a covenant with my eyes. Ladies, the same thing for you. What you want is already at home. You should not be looking at somebody else, but make a promise to yourself that, look, what I have is going to work. Why am I going to mess up what I have at home for some fool that's telling me you didn't ate the same bowl of rice for 30 years? You didn't had, you didn't had the same burrito for, for 15 years. What are they? Are they going to be something different? They're going to be the same thing. Over time, matter of fact, they ain't gonna last that long because because it's a, a ill proper gotten game. Listen, you need to make a covenant with your own eyes as well. And I'm not gonna look at someone else. I have what I need at home, and so I'm gonna water my garden and make my garden flourish. I'm gonna take care of what I have. None of those things will inherit the kingdom of God. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, free, coming here. We talk about redemption, redeeming, you know, uh, we talk about redeeming things. And, you know, people, I was on the phone with someone, they was talking about, you know, I use my Costco, my Costco card so I can redeem the points. You know, I use Amazon so I can redeem the points. I got some coupons so I can get something back because it's free. I'm going to convert this over. I'm going to save some money. Listen, save your soul. Save your soul. That's the most precious thing that you have. You only have one. You don't have another one. So save your soul because the days are evil. If no one told you, I'm not talking about Trumpism. I'm not talking about Biden. I'm talking about the days, the, the principality of the air. I'm talking about the things that are controlling, that are influencing the hearts of men to do wrong. You need to allow the Holy Ghost. You need to apply the word of God liberally to your life to remove the stain of sin. The psalmist said, how shall a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed to the word of God. We have to take heed to the word of God. We have to apply the word of God liberally to our lives. 
We have to apply the word of God in our finances, in our relationship, apply the word of God uh, on the job, apply the word of God wherever we are and whatever we're doing. Do not forget about the Lord because he may come at the time of whatever we're doing. He said two will be in the bed. One will be taken. So that tells me that that's a husband and wife situation. And one is saved and the other is not. Two will be in the field. They're working. One will be taken and the other will not. Someone's going to be driving down the street in their car. Uh, maybe they're the passenger. So they text it and on the phone and you know, I don't understand that one yet. I'm still scratching my head to that, that people are in the car and instead of talking to one another, they're texting. Well, listen, that's just me. The days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of God is. What is the will of God? I would that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. God is more concerned about your soul prospering. He equates it, look, look, your soul should be prospering. Your soul is prospering. You're lining up with everything that the word of God is saying. You're lining up with doing his will so that you will prosper even in your natural state. Your prosperity is it's not based upon you keeping up with the Joneses either. It's not based upon you keeping up with anyone else, but as the Lord prosper you and you'll find that you have contentment when the Lord is prospering you. You'll find that the desire, the eye candy, you know, you're not trying to fulfill every whim and everything that you see. You control yourself. When we, put, we keep ourselves out of situation, you know, someone made the statement about telling a little white lie. It's all right to tell a little, listen, it's still a lie and it will stain you. Don't tell a lie. If you practice telling the truth and being open and honest, you don't have to lie. And people will respect you for not lying. People will respect you for not trying to cover up. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Why? That he might present to himself a glorious church. What kind of church? A church, you, your body, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing that it should be holy and without blemish. The Lord is holy and he's without blemish. The Lord is holy and we're going to see a holy God. The Bible said that without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. And so in order to be holy, we got to apply the word of God liberally to our life. To remove the stain of sin, we have to apply it liberally. Listen, I don't know what you might be dealing with at this moment, this very moment, where your heart is at, where your mind is at, where would you like to be? But I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pressed as I've said so many times before, because we need to be ready in a moment and in a twinkling of an eye. And we don't know when that's going to occur, but we need to be ready. We need to be uh, guarding our hearts. We need to be ready. We need to make sure that we're walking on the job. 
uh, among our family members, wherever and whatever we're doing, that it doesn't become that God is not secondary, but that he's number one. When we're on the job and we're carrying out the responsibility of our work, we give it wholeheartedly as we should. But at the core, at the core of my spirit, it's saying, Lord, I'm serving you. At the core of my spirit, I'm praying. At the core of my spirit, I'm conscious that God, your presence is here, that you're with me and that your eyes, all eyes on me, your eyes are going to and fro throughout the earth. And you're beholding the good in me. Lord, I want you to see the good. I want you to see me doing good. I want you to see me applying your word to, to remove the stain of sin and, and the stains that have been removed to keep them away. You know, uh, 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 Zero Res is a carpet cleaning place here. And, and, uh, and, and so um, they use the alkaline water, which allows the, the stain uh, to stay gone. When they clean your carpet, they cleaning it saying, uh, where the stain is not going to rise back up because a lot of carpet solutions uh, have certain solutions in it. And when they clean, uh, you'll find that a couple of weeks later, that ink spot, that stain or whatever was spilled there starts to rise back up because of the solution that was used was not the proper one. The word of God is the proper solution to cleanse our soul. The word of God is the proper solution to keep us and to keep that stain out of our life uh, when it, when that stain when the enemy tried to bring up your past you can remind him of of your future i i don't even want to spend time glorifying the enemy your future you keep the focus on your future and my future says i must be rapture ready i've got to be ready in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye so therefore i do not you do not have time to entertain anything resist the devil while calling upon the name of the Lord and he'll flee that's what the Bible says and so I'm standing on the word of God that his word is going to keep me it's going to sustain me God said that he would do just that oh bless your name Jesus do you hear what I'm saying today you got to hold on to what God is saying you got to hold on to the word of God and not deviate, don't allow anyone. Listen, Jude, the same minister that said that Enoch prophesied that the Lord is coming back with 10,000 of the saints. He said in his in his dialogy, he said, listen, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion, power, both now and forevermore. Listen, whatever you're dealing with right now, whatever's in your heart, whatever you may have felt that you've fallen short, you may have, uh, you may have. But listen, the Bible says that a righteous man, if a righteous man falls seven times, the Lord will raise him up. The Lord spoke to the church and he said, listen, he said, uh, you have left me. You used to love me, and now you have left me. You don't love me the way you used to. There are different scenarios, and God has been there the entire time saying, love me, love me. Love covers a multitude of sin. Love me. Let's, let's rebuild the relationship that we had. 
let's get things back to where they were. I'm still here. I'm, I'm waiting on you. That's what God is saying. And so with that being said, we want to go before the Lord. I want you, wherever you are, to, if you can, you can bow your head in prayer. If you can, you know, yield. Yield your heart unto the Lord. Bless your Lord Jesus. Bless your Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, as we have spoken your word, Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless the hearers. Lord, bless those that have been listening. Lord God, we pray against unrighteousness. We pray, Lord God, for forgiveness of sins. Lord God, we pray for restoration to restore life, Lord God. Revive us, Lord Jesus. Lord, bless us to remember your word. Lord God, not to hear it today and then forget about it when we leave. Lord God, but bless us, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, touch the children, Lord. Protect them as they go, uh, Lord God, and out to play. Lord God, as they are with their friends. Lord Jesus, touch, Lord. Lord Jesus, situations across this land, around the world, Lord God, that are out of our control. You know, the, po the political agenda. You, you know, the engine that's driving everything, Lord God. Lord Jesus, it's in your control. But Lord, even with all of that, we know that the king's heart is in your hand. Lord God, and you're urging us. Lord God, you've given us simple things such as uh, the rotting of wood, the rusting of metal to let us know that this life is temporary. Lord God, and sometimes we forget and we become so caught up in focus and in what's around us and what we want and, and because we've heard others uh, implant that in us and, and keep our focus there and we've allowed our focus to stay. But today, Lord God, we're praying and asking that you would help us, Lord, to uh, change. We, we want to change directions. We're changing directions, Lord God. Lord Father, to, to seek after you Lord God, so that we can be ready when you call. We know that life is a temporary assignment, Lord. Lord, and we'll stand before you and we'll have to give an account of the things that we've done in this body. Lord God, and so we pray and ask today, Lord God. We pray and ask your forgiveness. We pray and ask, Lord God, that you would bless us, Lord, to be restored in you, to seek you, Lord God, to be uh, consistent in our walk with you, Lord. Father, we pray and ask that you would touch those that are sick in their body. Those, oh Lord God, that according to your will, heal them up, raise them up. Lord God, we pray that you would stir up the mind of ministers, elders, oh Lord God. Lord, to be responsible in their, in their, in their duties, oh Lord God. Lord, as under shepherds, as Lord God, as watchmen uh, for your flock. Father, we pray and ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Lord God, let our minds, our hearts be focused on you, Lord. Lord Jesus, and not forgetful hearers, Lord God, but to remember your word, Lord. We ask these blessings in the name of Jesus, but we know the greatest blessing that there is is to have our sins removed. Lord God, to have uh, our, our names in the book of life, Lord. Lord, we know that that is the greatest, and that's what we want. That's what your will is and your desire is for us. Is to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, to be converted, Lord God, and to have sins uh, blotted out. Lord God, we pray and ask these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we'll continue to lift you up and to magnify you 
in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, if you if you don't have a church home, I want to encourage you wherever you are to find one. Find a church of truth and power. Uh, you know, we're, we're still in the stay at home in California. And certainly if you're in Southern California, we're at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. And, but, you know, wherever you are, you want to be in a church of truth and power, one that is teaching the word of God, not sugarcoating it. You know, one that has some insight and God gives insight. It's not something that a man does. It is when God gives because we yield ourselves to the spirit of the Lord. And so the Lord blesses. And you want to, if you haven't been baptized for the remission of sin, uh, listen, uh, be baptized in Jesus' name. That's the only way that you'll find that they were ever baptized after this side of the cross. Uh, prior to that, the baptism of repentance. And when Paul came across those that had been baptized under repentance, uh, he asked them had they received the Holy Ghost. And they said, we hadn't even heard of it. And so he uh, uh, told them that they began to minister to them, that there was one greater that was to come afterwards. And uh, they were, he laid hands on them and they were all baptized. They were rebaptized in Jesus' name. And so you want to be, again, in a church of truth and power, one that is preaching the word of God, one that was going to help you to be rapture ready. Listen, if you go individually or whether you go collectively, you want to be ready because it all takes place in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye. Nobody will have a time, a chance to put their shoes on, pull their pants up, flip their shirt on. If you can miss the bus, plane, train. But don't miss the rapture. God bless you. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. I'll be back again on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Until then, be blessed in Jesus' name.